right, all right, all right. We're here with another episode of the Rusty Shackleford Podcast. Got a guest on this morning. Goes by the name of Hardy Wells. That's Hardy with two E's, Wells with two L's. Good morning. All right. Glad to have you, Hardy Wells. So, I asked uh, Mr. Wells to come on as uh, he is a recreational jack of all trades. He does a lot of recreational activities. He's going to talk about some this morning, some of his experiences as he's been doing some of these activities. Uh, I know recreational fire jumping is was one. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, what small other? fires, big fires. Okay. Some, uh, I check creeks a lot for uh, crawfish, snakes, rock flipping down the creeks. Had some experiences uh, picking peaches. Okay. Grow, growing pick, peach trees and apples. And, okay. Uh, working on orchard a little. What part of, uh, are you from Greenville? I, I grew up in the northern part of Greenville. Okay. I uh, was, was born, born out of state. Moved here when I was younger. Okay. And uh, fortunate enough to grow up in the country. All right. Get a, all my experiences out there. Good uh, deal. Good deal. Uh, so out of, I guess, we've got recre- recreational crawfish catching, uh-huh. recreational rock flipping, Recreational fire jumping. Yep. Uh, snake catching. Recreational snake catching. Yes, sir. Um, so, Mr. Hardy, what 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 seems to be your go-to of those? I'd say snake catching. Snake catching. Snake catching. I, I tend to stay on the non-venomous snake side nowadays. Okay. Um, when I was a little more heavier into the sport, I'd, I'd even... Ch- change things up a little with venomous snakes but uh they bite yeah and they hurt tell us a interesting story about recreational snake catching oh uh, that's it's it's adrenaline rush and, uh they're not slimy not like the like the people say uh they, they're not bad they're good snakes but the uh the, the angry ones the, the venomous ones they they're no fun right and uh i i'll leave that up to the more professional uh, snake handlers, uh, because the the ER bills kind of pile up after a while. And What's the biggest snake you've a- ever recreationally caught? I, I wrangled a probably about a six foot black rat snake. That was that was fun. Did you keep it on your property? I kept it. Caught him in the chicken coop. Yeah, got him in the chicken coop and uh, put him back in the chicken coop. He wouldn't eat the chickens, just the eggs. So. Right. We so plenty they, of eggs. They sure. say that those are good snakes to have around the house. They are. They yeah. are. Keep rats away. Other snakes. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the king snakes. They'll eat. They'll eat the poisonous snakes. The copperheads and rattlesnakes. King snakes. King snake. Where do they partic- particularly habitate? Uh, all across South Carolina, north the southeast. Um, temperate climates of North America. You have a. Eastern king snake, and then you also have a California king snake. Okay. California one's black with white spots, and the eastern king snake's the black with white or yellow stripes down its back. Ah. Uh, so. Recreational crawfish catching. How did you come? How did you come about and do some of that? Playing in creeks, playing in creeks mostly, flipping rocks, looking for them. There's some crawfish, but I don't eat them. I, I catch or release them. It's, 
They're not that big around here. We do catch them in a net? Catch, try to catch them by hand, but they pinch. You got to be careful with those. Do they hurt? Uh, well, pound for pound, they are uh, extremely strong, strong uh, All right. animals. So you got to be careful, but not that bad. About how big are they? About, about two, three inches, just little ones. So that's a pretty good entree now um, if you're doing like a low country bowl or something I, like that's that, right? It. I, I believe so. Yeah, I don't think so. I've ever eaten many crawfish. No. All right, so recreational fire jumping. Fire jumping, tell, yes. Tell me, tell me how you got into that. Well, I started around age three when my parents would toss me over fires. Not not big fires, just like family bonfire or something. <laughs> it was uh, from there, well, as soon as I got old enough to really get some speed and, and, and jump over those fires, I mean, that... I just took it from there. I didn't need my ma or pa to throw me over them anymore. And, uh, we'd do it Fourth of July, right. you know, Easter, yeah, um, Thanksgiving, uh-huh. um, not Christmas because you're wearing too much winter clothing and it just it slows you down too much. You don't get the jump. Um, takes away from the, the your 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 distance. So mostly summer months is a good time for a recreational fire jumping. When you're not weighted down with all that clothes. Oh yeah, yeah. Exactly, it'll slow you down. But uh, you don't want you. You gotta be careful. You gotta make sure it's not too high of a bonfire. Um, What's the biggest blaze you ever been through? Oh, jumping, recreational jumping. Ah, probably a good three, four foot diameter. Uh, it was pallets and hay mostly. Uh, but uh, it's close call, but I made it through. What's the uh, uh, injuries you ever sustained to that? Uh, Got some, got some hair singed off my legs, more than once, but it's okay. That grows back, a little curlier the second time. But uh, <laughs> it's all right. It grows back a couple weeks. Well, uh, so um, recreational fire jumping. You just see, I mean, like an adrenaline junkie. I, I try to be. Most people see me; they don't. They don't immediately think adrenaline junkie. Uh, but once they get to know me, I, they know I'm up for a wild time with anything. Right. Um, Is there anything that you've kind of thought about wanting to do, and then kind of just backed out? Well, and tell me why. That noodling, the catfish noodling. Never, never. It seemed like a pretty good drilling rush, but sticking your uh, sticking your arm down in a, in a brown hole underwater, I don't. Yeah. I don't know what you get a hold of. Yeah. There's snakes, and at least when when I'm doing my snake snake rounding up uh, above the water, I see what I'm getting into, and uh, plus there's gators. Those people lost some hands and arms to. So I, I think uh, I might try noodling with a uh, with an expert. But, um, you know any of those around here? Not, no, I don't. don't. I wonder if that's something you could Google. I think we'd have to go to the low country because right. up here in the hills, there's not a lot of not a lot of noodling. Right. Uh, well, you know, I, I do know some people from the low country. Oh, you do? Mm-hmm. I, could, I don't know if they've ever done noodling, but I do know that they have talked to ghosts. Oh. Talked to ghosts. Um, they've... Uh, 
they have talked to their family members, some not family members. Alive or the ghosts of them? Ghosts of them. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Because I I talked to my, I talked to some family members just just today. No, the ghosts of them. But uh, I don't know the process behind Mm. that to try to get, I've never really been into that. Kind of scared to disrupt, disrupt something. Yeah, I don't then you might get an awkward conversation with them. Right. Find out how something. Do you, you how do you break to, that off? Like, I mean, the, they may never want to contact you again. And yeah. Get an argument. Get an argument. Mm-hmm. You know, disagreement. You think is one way to do it. They think it's yeah. need to be doing it another way, and then they don't never contact you back. Mm. It could happen. It could. I try to stay away from ghosts. Right. Yeah, so anyways, I, I do know some people in the low country that might be able to help you out with a catfish noodling. So, any uh, any new plans for Mr. Wells, Mr. Hardy Wells? Well, right now it's, uh, I've been tied up with with work and, and trying to find some other stuff to, we got a false coming around soon. Your cat's so. pregnant. Cat's pregnant. Oh yeah, that cat was in heat for for months, months until we could find him a find her a suitable uh, suitor for the uh, for for her. And uh, we really don't know what's what's coming out. Tabbies or black. How how far along is she? Uh, she's only a couple weeks, a couple weeks along. So prenatal care. Prenatal folic acids. Uh, yep. Uh, we got a we got a cat OB. Yeah, those are hard to come by. They don't have a lot of cat OBs. One of those in Judson. There is one Judson. Uh, we're using the one over in uh, in Reedville. Reedville. Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a good cat OB over there. Right by Sugar Tip Moonshine. Yes, yes, sir. Okay. So right, right above Cashville. I don't know if you're familiar with Cashville down 101. But nice building. Uh, there's there's a building. There is a building. It's but uh, right now they're storing hay in it. They don't. The, the cat, my my cat's OB is up up the road more towards Reedville. Okay. So, All right. Yeah, we're hoping we'll hope for good litter this year. Yeah, I think it'd be good. Uh, what's her name again? Cat's name. Tabby Paws. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah Tabby Paws. Yeah, I knew it was something clever like that. Yeah. Yeah, she's a tabby. She got paws. So word on the street is you are putting up a butler building up there at your property yes what are you planning to do out of that well i was i was thinking about doing some holding a party there maybe may a bonfire do some fire jumping this fall right. pig picking invite some friends or uh right now we only got enough money for a roof and two walls so it's it's not going to be warm this winter and i don't know if we should put the walls on on two sides or on uh, opposite sides or in a corner. That way you got a corner to block the wind. But the other side, it, it keep rain coming in from, from left to right. So, does, but, a, does a creek run through that property? Uh, yeah, but it's down in the woods behind it. Oh, it's a lot. Oh, man. Yeah. So uh, so you got water. Uh-huh. You got two walls and a roof. Oh, yeah. And bonfire. Mm-hmm. After the party word on the street is you're going to uh, service uh, 
uh, Ford Ranger pickup trucks. Oh, the Danger Rangers? Mm-hmm. That's what I'd heard. Oh. That's what a fellow told me. You're hearing a lot. You're hearing a lot. These these people talking. I don't know. A fellow told me that you were one of the finest Danger Ranger mechanics this side of the Saluda. Only, only, I always specialize in the little 2.8s, not those 4.0 yeah. yeah. fire-breathing race motors. So you can soup one up pretty good? Just the 2.8s, yeah. We got we put some K&N air filter on that, cold air intake. Yeah. Uh, get that catalytic converter, the Cadillac converter out of that thing. Yeah. Um, and then we lighten it up. We start cutting off anything that's just going to weigh it down. Big thing that helps get all that California emission stuff off it. All those belts that don't do nothing, but you, steal power. How'd from you it. lose your birdie finger? My birdie finger? Yeah, how'd you lose it? I don't want to talk about that. I just, uh, if you're gonna pry, right. that I was trying to clean out a table saw. All right, we're back from short break with Mr. Hardy Wells. So you were. So we were talking about you, your loss of your middle finger. Yes, sir. So you're cleaning the table saw. Yeah, the table saw's got this this trap under it to catch sawdust. And I hadn't used this thing very long. It told me I gotta clean it out so it doesn't clog it up. So you can do it with a run. You don't have to shut it off all the way, but you just gotta be a little careful. And it was, it was still spinning, full sawdust. <coughs> I start, I start unhooking that, that dust pan. About that time, their dog bit me. The pit bull ran up and latched onto my hand. Your dog? No, no. It was the owner's dog, the company that I, work, I was working part-time for. Ah. Uh-huh. Latched onto me. Oh, it hurt. It, I mean, I, it was the surprising part. was It was like a six, six-month-old pit bull. It, it, was, it was almost a puppy still. Was you mad at it? I couldn't be too mad. I... I kind of understand where he's coming from. You see, that morning I got, I cooked up, we cooked about a pound of bacon at home. Yeah. And all the leftover bacon I put in a bag. I stuffed it in my pocket before I went to work just so I'd have a snack. Yeah. And the boss been getting off about lunch breaks and long, long smoke breaks. So I had that bag down in my, my left pocket. I kept digging in there, digging out bacon, eating, munching on it all day. And that dog must have smelt my hand was just covered in bacon grease. So. He must have thought it was one of those bacon dog treats they got, the real oh, bacon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, probably smelled real good. So I can't, I can't blame him. I guess if I was a, if I was a pit bull, I'd do the same thing. So they didn't put him down, did they? No, no. I asked him. I told him I, I understood where the dog was coming from. Nice people. They were very nice. They're very nice. They, they even offered to make me a prosthetic finger. Because I, I went to get fitted for one. They said that thing would be about $1,500, and insurance wasn't going to cover it because apparently I already had another middle finger. So they that's a woodworking shop. He had some hickory in the back, and he was going to whittle one down, put some leather straps on it so it wouldn't fall off. And it was awfully nice of him because that way I could balance my, my smartphone in my left hand. Right. But uh, it, it just kind of just didn't that, – that didn't have the same feel – I appreciate it, but uh, so I, I still got the wooden finger. I leave it at home. It's right. got it in the nightstand in case I need it or something. But uh, I figure I'd just go on without it. Pretty nice people. They are very nice. They even sand that thing down, put a little lacquer on it. Not lacquer. They did a, a boiled linseed. It really brings out the grain in that wooden finger. 
Okay. But, uh, nice people, but I, I I worked for them the rest of the summer, and I figured it's about time to move on. I didn't want to lose any more fingers. Right. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that dog going to get big. Oh, yeah. Now he's got the taste of fingers. And taste bacon. Of, and bacon. So you got to be careful with a dog like that. Yeah. Yeah, you never can tell, eh? I, I don't I think it's all about the owner but you know I mean he, he that bacon set him off oh uh, yeah yeah it's yeah. good that you though understand that it wasn't really his fault yeah 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 I mean it it's it's it's, it's not not bred into him Sometimes I know you I know you was mad at first but oh yeah you know and then them people made it right by making you that finger oh they did you and uh, did they did they put leather straps on? Did you? They did. They they they're gonna put a little leather strap on the back and tie to your wrist. That way it wouldn't fall off. You won't lose it in anything. Control that, but yeah, yeah. Those prosthetic ones ain't cheap. They they charge a lot for the inch, and they won't let you buy by the inch. Like you know, save a little money and just have one have have prosthetic finger about long through your thumb. You got to get one the, the length of the regular middle finger, so there's no way to get a discount on those. Well, we're going to uh, go to another short break. I'm going to tell you what, it's a good story, a good ending. I, I think I think if anything, there's good a lesson. God, good godly people. Yeah, they were. I think it's a lesson in every every event, like life event. And I think if there's something you could take away from that is leave your bacon at home. And go with like peanut butter crackers. Leave your bacon at home when you go getting when the bacon. You're, yeah, what? what? When you're going getting the bacon. Yeah, leave, leave. Go with like peanut butter crackers. Cause that dog wouldn't have bit me if I had a handful of peanut butter crackers. So I think that's the lesson. I think to take away from that. Well, that was, those were good, godly people that made it right. They did. They go to church. They do. So they do. One big one over there off Parker. All right. Well, we're gonna take a short break. We'll be back with uh, Mr. Hardy Wells. All right, we're back with guest Hardy Wells. Been a good time talking to Mr. Wells today. He's been around for a while. He's seen a lot of things, had a couple of jobs. One of my favorite times was when you had that security job over at the Bigger Jigger. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's it. That one off uh, West Blue Ridge? Uh, yeah, yeah. That one? Yeah, I, yep. I had a couple locations. Yeah. So. Yeah, Um, i tell you what, that was, you were really making a difference when you had that job. Yeah, most customers already knew me there because that, that's where I usually get my scratch-offs. So they wouldn't give me too much trouble. I, I had to provide my own uniform. Luckily, down at the White Horse Road flea market, I could get most of the equipment I had handcuffs there the aluminum ones that weren't the good ones but I get them pretty cheap you cut the little fuzz the fuzz off them they're kind of furry cuffs yeah but um they fit in the, the belt I had old belt set up in uniform and they even had badges I could buy down there at the flea market so I worked the night shift I'd come in around about nine that's about the time they'd lock the front door and just use the slot past you know, lotto tickets and cigarettes out through the bank teller slot. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they paid me okay, and I, I usually keep the riffraff away or keep keep traffic moving. What Didn't, was the uh, uh, handcuffs? You 
You ever handcuff anybody? No, no, never had to. They, 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 they knew who the law was in that part of town. Right. And, uh, that'd be the sheriff's office. Uh, but they knew I could call them. Yeah. So I never had to. You never really had any them. trouble. Report them. Yep. Report them. So. How'd you report them? You call on the radio? Well, no, I had a CB, and I, there's a guy up the road that would listen, monitor the CB, and I could call on my, on my, uh, I had a King model in my 94 Ford Taurus. Yeah. And it, it got out pretty good. I had about a five mile range, and he could pick it up and call it in, too. Or the store, they'd give me, give me a handful of quarters every night. I could use them on the payphone on the side of the building, too. So if you needed to report. Yeah, if I had to call something in. So when, when your shift was over, did you? I mean, they take your quarters or? Well, I had to turn in the ones I I didn't use. Handcuff keys. And I well, they let me keep that. I had to, I had to sell all that afterwards to. I had some bills to pay, but it was a, it was a good job. Yeah. So I it, you. we we were one of the first security companies around here using using body cameras. So, we're not like the kind you have nowadays that you see on TV. We had, I'd gone down and got a camcorder at the pawn shop, and, uh, was that the Pawn America? Which which one was that? The one right down, down Whitehorse Road. Anyways, I, I picked up this camcorder, and it was one of those older ones that had the VHS tapes on the side. Yeah. And, uh, the battery was only like four hours on yeah. that thing, so I couldn't, I'd have it plugged in, charged up, and when I went on patrol, I'd tote that with me. And uh, it it was a bit it was a little heavy because I had to carry it on my shoulder. You carry it up on your shoulder high, but uh, I carried build six six D mag light. It offset it offset that weight of that camera. Okay. So I could I could keep my keep my patrols going. Didn't have to worry about hurting my hip or my knee. And if any anything ever come up in court, you had I had video evidence right there. Um, it, it worked. It helped deter crime too, because when they're talking to me, they see that camera, and they knew that <laughs> stuff could be used against them later. So they're very respectful when that camera's on them. What's the wildest thing you ever seen over at the Jigger? Wildest thing? Well, I don't know. There's there's that one guy that rode the horse up there. Got the DUI. Is trying to ride back to his to his house over off a of, where was it? It was a. Uh, can't remember but anyways he'd come up there and he was he was plastered he has saddlebags full of md 2020 yeah and uh he he almost fell off that horse twice trying to get on he couldn't get his feet in the stirrups finally got up he starts starts down the road and that horse stepped off the sidewalk right into traffic and there was a county man sitting there got him got him stepping off the sidewalk into traffic got him back he couldn't maintain that lane on that horse. Yeah. God, DUI. Worst part was I had to tie the horse up back at the, st- at the store, and I had to go out there and feed it. We didn't have anything to feed a horse. Not like we got grain. We got scratch-offs and Mad Dog. Yeah. And Newports. It's yeah. not like we got not cleaving feed and seeds. So So what did you give him? Oh, we had, we actually had some loaf, some old stale loaf bread that we are we're selling discount. Yeah. And... Took some back out there and fed the, fed the horses old old loaves of, of uh, bread. So and just for the night. Did you carry a gun? Oh no, weren't allowed to have guns at all. And I, I didn't want to have an airsoft gun because didn't have safety glasses. That's just not safe. Yeah. So uh, I'll tell you what, if you'd have, 
if you if that uh, pit bull would have bit off that uh, trigger oh, yeah. finger. Yeah, exactly. Luckily, this is on my left hand. Yeah. So yeah. I've been watching plenty of plenty of videos on you know hand to hand combat, yeah. and my uncle used to be a Navy SEAL. Yeah, well, he, he didn't get through Navy SEAL training, but he was in the Navy. Yeah. And uh, he, he had learned from some Navy SEALs how to have some fighting moves. Yeah. He taught me those uh, early on in my life, so I, I carried that on on the job. Did you ever put anybody in a rear naked choke? No, never got to. The uh, Yeah, that luckily I hadn't. They, they respected me in the law, luckily, so. What about your uniform? Do you ever... Uh, do you have to turn the uniform back in? Well, it was a light baby blue uniform, kind of like the Sparta PD. Yeah. And I was able to just change the sleeves, the, the shoulder patches out, and wear it on my next next job I got. Oh. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, that worked out. I could just change those patches out, and it's it's the same baby blue uniform they've used since the 80s, and it, it could be used to any security job or... Even fire department EMS, some of them are a little behind the times. Still got those old Sparta PD uniforms, so yeah. But uh, well, how about that? If you ever decide to take up anything like that, you'll yes, you'll sir. Have some extra uniforms. Well, I appreciate you talking about that uh, security job. Yes, sir. I know that was an important part of your life. That's back when you met Normal, wasn't it? Yeah. I don't know if we can talk about that right now. I'm still a little, little tore up. It's been. <sighs> 12 years. 12 years. 12 years. Do you miss her? No, she's still at home. That's that's the worst part. She won't leave. Hmm. So. But, uh, well, we're going to go to a short break and we'll come back and conclude the episode. All right. All right, we're back with the final segment with Mr. Hardy Wells. Been a good show. Been enjoying catching up with Mr. Wells about his life experiences. It's been a good time. Yeah, it's been a good time. I've enjoyed it. I I certainly have. I'm definitely looking forward to having you back on the show. I'd I'd like to come back if you'd have me. Well, somebody needs concert tickets or something like that or, or, you know, can't never tell. Yes, sir what might come up, you know. Uh, I guess the last thing I want to talk about, I heard you had bought a race car. Oh, that thing. Oh, that was a money pit. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of race car? Well, it was a, it was a 94 Chevy Corsica. Okay. Four-cylinder, automatic transmission. And uh, we started from scratch. Yeah. Started with a claw hammer. Yeah. Took anything out that's glass and ripped anything out that that would burn. Left a couple speakers, put some put a little sheet metal over so they they didn't see those. Yeah. Can't race can't race that with music. Yeah. So uh, we yeah we haul that up, race it at Riverside, up off Highway 11, number 11. No, that travel race. Well, Riverside closed down. Yeah, Riverside. Well, when it was open, that's when we raced it. Raced it up there, but. Now you over it where are you racing at? TR. TR and uh, they built that built golf course on old Riverside up yeah, there. Yeah they did. So Yeah, um good time. Yeah, how many races y'all running that thing? Oh probably probably only about thirty about thirty, forty before we sold it. 
Okay. So, so y'all ain't got it no more. No, no more. We we sold, we tra- sold that off. Found a '57 Ford Ranchero. Okay. Didn't have drive line. It was just a body, but we wanted to upgrade and found something else. To put money into. Well, tell me about tell me about wildest race you ever been in. Wildest race. Shoot. Well, we we had to do an engine swap right before the race. That was that was kind of a pain because we're we not make Corsica engines sitting around. So we kind of rebuilt the block from nothing and threw it together, dropped it in the car, tuned it real good, started into the race. But um, that one that it wasn't really wild for me as much as wild for one of the the wreckers out there. We had during during the race that had a yellow flag had someone wreck in turn four and uh the wrecker went out there well you remember who it was Rick? oh i can't what was it what the bojack boys was it bojack was his 34 car yeah oh shit yeah it was before he painted black yeah okay. so one of the bojack brothers bojack brothers the, uh-huh. the older one yeah yeah one with the list i, I thought he had the i thought he had the squinty eye the mullet yeah Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, he wrecked, set the wrecker out there, his old Holmes 440. Yeah. And uh, on about a, I think it was an 81 Chevy. Yeah. 30, 30, uh, C, it was a C30 chassis under that thing. But anyways, the wrecker, his boy was riding that, riding the boom like a horse. And they hit a, they hit the, they came out of the infield, they hit a bump out there and launched him off the back. He hit, he caught, got caught on that T-bar on the back of that thing. And the piece of metal caught him right inside the groin. Almost gave him a, gave him an extra hole where it don't belong. Yeah. yeah. Drug him. And then they finally got him stopped, got him off. They called EMS Fire Department out there. Yeah. And, uh. It was a mess because that kid was only about 12 years old, but he just needs someone to hook the cars. Does, ain't no age requirement on that. Monkey could do it. Yeah. So uh, he ended up catching, getting flown out on a helicopter was a, was to the a, hospital. Was it at Riverside or Traveler Ridge? This is at Riverside. Okay. Oh, it was a mess. And oh, we had, and then that was, was it, during that, two fights broke out in the stands, one up on the hill above it. Yeah. You had to be mighty tough to get up on that hill. You had dirt roads going up there and if your rig didn't have a have at least thirty five inch swampers on it, yeah. you ain't gonna be up on that hill long. And uh yeah, a fight broke out there, one in the stands, sheriff's office is out there, they don't know which GCPD. one. G C P D. Oh G C P D the county P D was out there. Oh, it was a mess. Well, that's why them uh rich people up there wanted that place shut down well I, th- I thought the cliffs i thought was it the cliffs community i believe so i think so i thought they just wanted the racetrack for themselves i didn't realize they don't do racing at the time no nah, they wanted that place shut down i get reckon they they made it into a awfully nice golf course well i mean it's been a better racetrack i know i'm not one for golfing i how's, think but uh how's uh how was record driver's son how'd he turn out oh he's all right he yeah i we thought he had some brain damage after that, but it turned out that was from before the accident the whole time. How long did he t- take off? Because I can imagine that record driver needed him. 
I will. I think he got his wife out there for the next weekend. Uh, yeah, his boy was out for for a couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, but Bojack get hurt? No, Bojack's fine. You can't hurt him. They just turned it around. Not something. his. Yeah, not his kind. Yeah. Yeah, that car back racing next week. Yeah. Well, but, uh, I, I sure miss seeing you out on the track. Yeah, it, it was fun. When that Hardy Wells uh, um, machine would come around. Is a good time. Yeah, we we call it the dream machine. Yeah, and uh, something about living the dream. Yeah, paint it up. And... Yeah, it was, a, that, it was a good day. Good, good days, good days. Do you uh, put peanuts in your Pepsi? Peanut, no, cashews, cashews. Cashews. So, what's your favorite soft drink? I'd say True Aid, but it's not really a soft drink. Doesn't have a fizz that much. Yeah, it's fruit punch. So, hey, it fruit punch. Yeah, it I'd, comes in two liter. It comes in two liter. Um, True Aid's pretty good. Um, but if we're talking soft drinks, I'd I'd have to say uh, patio. Uh, proud patio. 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 Hands down. They got so, that at Bojack. They got it there. They got, you can get it in the can at the, was it, uh, I, IGA. They but, still got fermented cheese on their biscuits. They do, they do. They, they were, I was going to get one yesterday, but they didn't put the pimentos in with the cheese yet. I didn't just want a cheese, cheese ma- and uh, mayonnaise biscuit. Yeah. So I, I figure you I'll hold off to the, yet. not yet. Pretty good. Oh, well, I got to try that then. It's pretty good. Well, I appreciate you being on the show. I've enjoyed it. Maybe we'll have to go racing sometime soon. Yeah. Go to Gaffney. We'll go Gaffney. We'll go to Gaffney? Yeah. Is that that dust-free racing up there? Do they spray out the chemicals to keep the dust down? No. Oh, Lord. We had to to, uh, hose one another off before we we start down the road. All right. Especially with that new vehicle you got. Oh, the, the station wagon? Yes, sir. Oh, man, I found that. That was that 88 Chevy Capri station wagon, Woodside. had the wood, woody yeah. trim on it. Yeah, I don't want to mess some seats. Oh, that thing, low miles, that thing's great. I could put I put a whole family in there, the cousins, the aunts and uncles. And then on the weekends, I can haul a whole pallet of plywood in the back of that thing. I'm going to put airbags under it so I can haul more in on the weekends. Yeah. But you fold those seats down, you fit all four by eight sheets of plywood in that thing. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's got a got that three fifty in it actually. And yeah, still running good. Oh, runs great. Yeah, runs so great. we'll have to hose off before we get in that thing. Yeah. Well, I enjoyed it. You be safe out there. All right. Thanks for having me on the show. We'll see you, brother. All right. Thank you.